All right. Welcome back to the MindWorks Podcast. Rondre and Kevin, how's everything going? We're back, we're back. Yes, sir, yes, sir. All right, so today we're actually going to be having a really interesting discussion. Um, so lately, you know, there's been a lot of uh, talk about relationships, issues, and things like that, and dating, especially amongst men. Uh, so once again, there was a, an article that was written off Psychology Today by a psychologist talking about issues that men are having when it comes to dating. And I'm wondering why no one's writing an issue about women having issues dating. Word. But maybe it's because of the statistics. So, Kevin, I know you read the article. I didn't get a chance to really read it. So can you inform us as to what the article was actually about? It's basically saying men are lonelier uh, in, in these dating apps. They're not getting as many hits and opportunities these days um and because of that they're they're lonely and they're they're not making connections with women um and just to take it back a second mm-hmm. in the field of counseling and therapy it's actually kind of interesting like a lot of my clients would come for relationship issues and oh yeah all the time yeah definitely that's like a huge caseload of stuff and every every like no not every but no, a lot of clients have relationship issues. I think that's like a typical thing. And yeah. in my practice, I feel like I get a lot of like relationship issues on both sides from both men and women. Um, and it's, it's really interesting to hear their stories and stuff like that. And like, you know, you know, in, in, in the clinical work, I guess like one thing that's always discussed is like sex, right? Like yeah. that's just a natural discussion amongst people when you work with people especially adults that's just like a natural discussion that comes up especially when it comes to relationship issues and stuff like that yeah and i'm always you know i tie i tie everything into social media because i think that's the new wave of information is where the next generation is going to get all the information from so you know i think that now there is a big hype there you know there's a red pill community there's there's other communities of men and women who are trying to really understand uh, this whole scene, this whole dating scene that's happening now in the modern day. Um, so I think it's it's something definitely, definitely that we should definitely delve into and talk a little bit more uh, on the mental health side of it as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, not only do we get a lot of clients who, you know, come to us for it, you know, I think that <clears throat> even like group and, you know, couples counseling and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a, a couples counseling, I think everybody should have to do like a month at least of couples counseling before even getting married type deal. Would be um, helpful. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Couples counseling. Yeah. I think like also with couples counseling, you know, statistics do show that the longer you wait, the longer you wait to engage in couples counseling, if you're having issues with your partner, the less effective it is. So like, you know, like, Sometimes it's like too late for a couple. And, you know, so if you notice that you're starting to have issues in your relationship, the best time to actually start working on on those issues in couples counseling is once they start. Yeah. Um, Which is like subjective for everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, you said red pill community. What's what what is that? So I don't know, like the actual definition Mm -hmm. of it, but it's more. of a, a new community that's coming, it's 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 based on more uh, traditional viewpoints on relationships, and it also talks about modern day and how modern day women and modern day men um, are not making connections because of modern day ideas. 
So it's sort of uh, tackling back. Um, and I think some folks, you know, I think it's a spectrum and some folks are very, very traditional and, you know, very conservative and whatever. Um, and there's a, there's more uh, fluency with other influencers and people out there talking about it. Uh, but basically it's saying that tra- the, the traditional way of relationships and marriage is the best way. And this mm. new wave that's here is something that's not studied, doesn't have enough research on it. That's, it doesn't, there's that's really interesting actually, by the way. Yeah. Like, so basically like the traditional ways of marriages versus the new modern norm of marriages, basically. Yeah. So like those and red pill community people are more conservative. That's why they call them the red pills. I guess, um, the, I'm not sure. I guess conservative sometimes political. is like, I guess people relate it to like, uh, p- political yeah like stuff. being more conservative being more like yeah. you know I, I would say more traditional more traditional okay yeah. well i can and conserving traditional means yeah yeah sure. i mean oh yeah i mean that's a that's a really interesting hot topic i guess mm-hmm. uh talking about that I, like a lot of things came to my mind and in, in my clinical work and what i've heard people talk about in their relationship issues yeah around that idea like you know so um a lot of times what I'm noticing in a lot of relationship nowadays that I hear from people on a deep level is this idea of, you know, have you ever heard of the term egalitarian marriage or egalitarian? relationship? So an egalitarian marriage or egalitarian relationship is about like when two people split all the chores and all the finances equally. Wow. Um, or at least as equal as possible. Yeah. Um, and I think like, there are a lot of issues with that um, because I believe from what I hear from a lot of clients that speak to me, both uh, men and women, is that I feel like men tend to have like this ideology that, you know, a woman should be doing like a lot more for the household stuff. Right. And the man should be the one to provide, you know, all the financial stuff. Right. But that's not the case nowadays uh, for a lot of men. A lot of men date and they meet a woman who's already you know, on a pedestal, even sometimes the woman makes more than the man right. nowadays. So I think those traditional roles have changed because society has changed. Mm-hmm. And I think um, you're right. There's not enough research about that. But I can see uh, on, you know, firsthand experience how that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I, and I think, I think um, a lot of people are struggling with it because... You know, there's so many things to talk about there. It's just yeah. a lot. There's a lot of fa- variables to consider. I think times have changed. Biology hasn't really. I oh. think that... So you want to get into the biology. Right. So oh, I, of course. I, I think that... And that's that's the big thing that this community is saying, is that mm. um, although, you know, we're becoming more conscious and, you know, we're having more equity and all this, all these other things that are coming around biology is still the same and Hmm. you know i think that what happens is you know in order to uh dismiss biology you know we have all these other theories and 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 things that go on but i feel that for the majority of men um i think that we see things very traditionally and i think that's why the red pill community is so big because Hmm. They are mm. still seeing things traditionally in modern day, mm-hmm. but modern day doesn't let you see things traditionally. Well, I mean, like, you know, I think um, the biology thing is a big thing. You know, I personally feel like men are just, you know, born to like reproduce as much as possible. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause just the way our biology is set up. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, you know, I, I have, I have total respect for everybody, you know, when they want to identify their gender as sure. the opposite gender that they are. I have total respect for that. I have nothing against, you know, um, people who identify themselves as a different gender. So I just want to put that out on the table. Um, but b- besides that, um, you know, uh, cause the reason why I, you know, I, I work with people who are in that boat, you know, and I, and I, and I have a lot of respect for them and empathy towards them. And I understand why they, they, they want to, you know, classify themselves as the opposite gender, but you know, there's a, there's, um, that's, that's gender. Right. But then, you know, sex is a whole different concept and this gets political. Right. And I, you know, I know we're not really a political podcast, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. Right. So <laughs> I had, um, you know, I, ha- I was teaching a class in personality psychology and I know this is going a little off topic, but it's very interesting. I was teaching this class in personality psychology, and a topic came up about, like, you know, personality differences between femininity and masculinity, right? So then this one student, uh, I, you know, like, once that topic came up, I guess the student's, like, extremely liberal and extremely, you know, she's like, she says to the whole class, if you're born with a penis, you're not a man. And if you're born with a vagina, you're not a woman, So I, I, I was just like, I don't know. Honestly, to that, like, I, you know, I, I've been teaching this class for a while. You know what I mean? Like, I've been teaching the differences between sex and personality and stuff like that. And like, you know, okay. I, you know, I was a little blown back. I was just like, okay, wait, but, but sex, like, yes, if you're born with a penis and you're not a man, then what, what, are, you, what are you then? A human with a penis. Humans, uh, a human, a penis wearing human. <laughs> a penis wearing human. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I just felt like I, I, I don't know. Like I just, I was blown back, and I'm just like, whoa, is this where is this the direction society's taking us in now? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and personally, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Like, I, I, I think if you're born with a penis, you're a man, and there are masculine traits, and this is masculine traits. Yes, are identified by society. Right. I think that like if you're masculine. You know, that that there's certain traits within that. Yeah. And even like even, you know, I've worked with people, the transgender clients before and even them identify themselves as like femme and femme, uh, you know, when they classify themselves as a woman, mm-hmm. they consider themselves to be femme, mm-hmm. which is feminine characteristics. So I, I just think sometimes people are thinking way too much about how others are going to take this sort of perception. Yeah. And I think that's like um, that could be an issue. That's a whole nother topic. Maybe we should cover it's- another on a whole nother but uh, I, but I think it, I think it's, it sort of still relates to dating and you yeah. know the way we see ourselves and the way we see our potential partners because You're right. you know I think um, I'm a cisgender heterosexual mm-hmm. man right that's the term mm-hmm. that I was taught in school to repeat before I even say it, present myself this is my identity right mm-hmm. even though you know some people folks would say it's pretty clear mm-hmm. and I've worked with trans uh, gender I've worked with um, non-binary i worked with all sorts of uh clients as well and especially in in the high school that i was in and the thing that bothers me a little bit and you kind of did it as well is that just because i'm a cisgender trans i'm sorry cisgender confusing uh, the terms you get anxiety talking this language (laughs) yeah because this this is a this is a topic which offends people right and you have to have like a disclaimer and say, oh, I've worked with these people and I'm not this and I'm not sexist and I'm not this and I'm not misogynist. Like, because of 
fear really that you're going to offend someone, that someone's going to feel some type of way, right? And that's the society that we live in now. Like you have cancel to, culture. Yeah, you have to like walk on these eggshells and make sure that these victims have are not uh, affected by what you're saying, by your opinion, right? So you know, so then don't be offended by my opinion. Like if I if I don't if I don't if I don't agree with you that a man doesn't have a, a man has a penis. Like if I if I don't agree with you that you think a man doesn't have a penis, respect my respect my idea, right? I'm gonna respect your. Like I said in the beginning, you want to classify yourself as whatever you want, fine by all means. Right. But don't come intruding into my life with that ideology that like man, a man that's born uh, a person born with a penis is not a man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, OK, that's your opinion and that's what you want to believe. Go ahead and believe that. I wonder how far that's going to get you. But I'm going to believe what I know, which is that. So have right. respect for that as well. And I respect that student's decision to stand up and say something like that because I think she has um, charisma and, and, and strength to do something like that. I right. think it takes a lot oh, for, for a person sure. to stand up and be like, hey, everyone, you know, a man doesn't have a penis and a woman, a woman with a vagina is not considered a woman. That takes a lot of like uh, sure. strength and all do. And I have respect for her. Like I respected that. But I was just blown back by that, <laughs> that statement. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. I mean. Cheers to you for standing up and, and you know, spreading your, your ideology and your values. But you also got to cheers to me for standing up and spreading my own ideologies and values. And that's where we're at. Right. We can right. meet each other like that. And if not, then that's something that you need to work on within yourself, because now, you're, you know, you're taking it offensively. Right. 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 Like just because of my belief. Right. So, that, you know what I mean? And I think there's I, I personally I'm very optimistic and I think there's a sunny side to it. Right. And I think that there is, you know, a way for everyone to kind of find companionship and find compatibility and chemistry. Um, but again, my big thing is that for the traditional person, it's becoming a lot more stingent and difficult. And, you know, I think this is like the top of the realm that we're kind of discussing is sort of about sex and gender. Mm-hmm. But then like if we branch down and then we start thinking about compatibility and roles in a relationship, right, which you kind of talked about before 50-50 roles, yeah, you know, egalitarian. egalitarian roles, you know, that's when we start to talk about, you know, modern day dating, modern day relationships, because, you know, that same person who's standing up and saying there's no male, there's no females, you know, she's going to have to find someone compatible to her to exactly. who believes that, right? Yeah. Like she, that wouldn't roll with me. Right? Yeah, it wouldn't roll with me either. Like so, I, I want my, I, like me growing up, because I because I got, was blown back, I thought about it, and I actually processed this even with my own therapist. I was thinking like, you know, um, I felt some type of way because you know my whole life I grew up thinking like, you know, I I, I love feminine qualities. Right. I, I love a, I love a woman that sure. that can cater to me and that can you know show me love and affection, and I can show her love and affection back. I, I love a woman that can like you know um present herself and you know like with the long hair the nice you know like whatever like the femininity Mm -hmm. qualities you know and i and i like i I, that's what i've been geared towards liking you know sexually and romantically right Right. so like you know i'm I'm, i i would want a woman that's like feminine you know i wouldn't i wouldn't date personally me i wouldn't date a masculine woman right you know like that's just me and you know what i mean like people have to respect that right i mean because that's what my 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 orientation is right. right like i'm like you said a cisgender heterosexual male right so like you know what i mean like so I, I i do believe in those feminine and masculine qualities that society that the society i was raised on mm-hmm. brought me to believe mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i can't go back like it's hard for me to even think of me myself dating like a masculine so, woman so that's the thing right so now 
you know, and I was also, you know, I think we were raised on in, within the same cloth. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that the, this generation, they are battling for uh, their voice. Mm. And especially young men, mm-hmm. right, where they're kind of confused. And, you know, I, again, I worked in schools and to the adults out there who have great opinions and who are, you know, behind desk or just behind a screen or, you know, doing research and not really out there in the real world. It's kind of scary. Like, I pray for the next generation. There's a lot of confusion. The Internet is bringing a lot of information. And then the schools is throwing something else. And then parents are throwing something else. And then, you know, you know, friends. It's, 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 a, lot, it's, com- it's a combination of information of which one do you listen to. So my big thing is men who, who relate to me, who are, are now in their teenage years, in their early 20s, relate to my experience, Right. These are the men who I'm more mostly talking about who are having a difficult time because of that like you said they want that femininity they want they they want to be masculine they want to feel masculine as well right mm-hmm. um, but society you know has put this label that men are the oppressors right they were misogynists mm-hmm. and sexes and you know there's there's all these names that they've collected in order to oppress the oppressor Right. And one of my favorite books is The Pedagogy of the Oppressed. Mm. And one of the things that Paulo Fiora says is, all right, your job is not to get out of oppression in order to oppress your oppressor. It's to liberate mm. your oppressor and those that are oppressed as well. That's crazy. I feel like I, I feel like that, that's, that, that just clicks with me a lot. Like, I don't know. That was an interesting uh, quote. Yeah. So that's the big thing that's happening now. Mm. Right. Um, and, you know, I think that with the article, the article says, you know, Women want emotional stability and this and that, um, and you know, guys aren't. It's, 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 there's competition out there and all that good stuff, um, and I think that there is um, there is not enough opportunities for the common, regular, regular man in this day society to find himself a a woman because there is a one of the thing one of the article was saying there's higher standards, right? And I'm I'm a believer that there's not so much higher standards. Is this, is this with a certain age group that they were talking about? Twenty four to forty four. Twenty four to forty. Okay, that say. makes sense because I feel like yeah, the younger I feel like younger people don't hold higher standards as older people, like yeah. especially for like a woman, right? Like I think a woman uh, at that age is looking maybe. Uh, here we go talking femininity and women versus yeah. men, right? It's a hard discussion if you're like non-binary, right? Like <laughs> it's like okay, that person and that person. No, okay, so I, I'm gonna say women. Oh, just to define it, a woman is someone. When I talk about a woman, it's someone with a vagina, right? And and, and a man is somebody with a penis. So heterosexual. It, yeah, okay, but I just want to clarify that when I'm talking about it because he doesn't want to offend. I don't want to offend if I'm gonna say woman. And I don't man. care about offend. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, good. I mean, I I shouldn't even care either, man. That's why I'm saying this shit. But anyway, so woman, um, so I feel like at the age after 25, a woman is probably, you know, still living her life, still having fun, still, you know, doing the single stuff, especially nowadays, you know, with society set up and the way the economy is set up. It's, it's better just to be single, right? To some, some extent in that, at that age. But then when you get into like 26, 27, 28, your biological clock is ticking for a woman. Someone said I'll, I'll adopt. Someone could say, I, I, mean, hey, I mean, if you want to adopt, by all means. But if you want to have your own child, right. you're on the clock. 
and, oh. a, and a young clock, right? You can have dogs and cats. Yeah, I mean, you could do that too. But um, <laughs> how does that psychologically motivate a woman when it comes to dating, though? What do they start looking for when that biological clock is ticking? A lot of modern-day women just use a man who they've had in the side or just have a kid and just have their own kid by themselves. There you go. That's, Number one, it depends on the person, right? Yeah. There you go. Here we come back to the whole subjectivity, right? For sure. Every person is different. But I think for, you know, I'm, I can't even say for a lot of women, but I think it's just a natural fact that a woman is on a biological clock when it comes to reproduction. A man isn't. Right. Right. And that's that's like, you know, now we're going into this dating topic, right? And what did the article say that women look for in men at that age? Let me look for it exactly the exact words. Is. Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Because um I do remember it saying that sixty three percent of men are on dating apps as compared to women. And honestly, that's a that's a significant number because then if it's sixty three percent of men, that means it's what, uh thirty seven percent of women that are on the dating apps then? Uh sixty two percent of men are in dating apps. So does that make thirty seven percent women? They say the competition is fierce, the relationship standards from twenty five to forty five have come up. They want emotional availability, good communicators, and someone who shares similar values. Well, I think that's what we all kind of would want. I mean, I sound, sounds like what I would want. <laughs> I mean, I kind—I mean, I kind of like a little feistiness, but <laughs> like, I think that's that's a lot. I mean, the similar values part is—I think that's where it becomes hairy. Similar um, values, yeah. I mean, emotional mm-hmm. emotional availability and good communication in a man, in a man. Mm-hmm. In a man? Good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to pair that up with similar values. Uh, and that's where I feel like we're getting stuck in the similar values part. Um, and you know, I think going back, this is this generation where we're stuck in this era. This is the me, 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 me era. And my feelings, my concerns, my comfort, my convenience is more important than everything else. Right. So I, and this is for another podcast, you know, I think we're going further and further away from two things, which are core and pivotal to our, uh, survival and our and us thriving is faith and family, and you know, I think in modern day we're detached. We're told that the faith that you were brought up is your oppressor. Your family they 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 didn't treat you correctly. They're your oppressor, and then you have to go and find yourself, whoever you are. Find yourself. You you know like go go look for yourself. I, I and I think part of this is that a lot of the values and the, and a lot of the things that we want um, are like. I, I, I just don't make sense or don't align with our truth or they're just really ideological and they're not really practical. And I think that that's happening a lot in the dating world as well. And we're finding women who have these super, super duper high values. And this is something I put it actually in my IG post and mm-hmm. a few people agree and some people disagree is that, you know, women have such high standards for men, especially in the dating apps. I've been mm. in the dating apps in my 20s. And they, the standards are so high for men. And, you know, when they find these men who are of this caliber that they dream of, these men are not choosing them. Mm. Right? So what does that have to say? The men are not choosing. It's not because they're not emotionally available. It's not because they don't get a communicators. It's not because of this. It's because they're not choosing them. Period. Like they're they they're they don't know how to say this, right? You know, the men these days don't know how to say, 
I don't want anything. I don't want a long-term relationship with you, right? They're going to, oh, it's the money, honey. Oh, it's the location. Oh, you know, I don't think I'm ready. Oh, my last relationship, I was hurt. Uh, There's all these excuses, all these reasons. I don't care about your why. Tell me your why and give it to me flat. Yes or no? Do you want it or do you don't want it? Men of this caliber who who also have options as well, right, and and like you said, our biological time is different. Right? I'm, I'm thirty. I'm thirty three right now. I feel like I'm in my prime. Right. So, our it's it's going to be scary, you know, when in five to ten years, then that's what the article leaves off is like, how is it going to look? Because you know, women aren't. I guess I'm not. I wouldn't say settling, but they're not. Um, they're not practical in 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 who they're able to settle with. Because they have such high standards, and these men are not are number one, they're super duper rare, and number two, they're more than likely going to choose someone who's also up 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 in the standards. Mm. Right? So just to, just to clarify, it sounds yeah. like uh, it sounds as though like you're. It sounds as though like what this article is basically saying is that like women are trying to look for perfection um, to a certain degree. And I could see how that can be an issue when you're like very picky. In personality, I guess, when you're very, I guess, like, you know, I'm trying to relate this to personality because then if somebody's very particular in, like, mm-hmm. what they look for in a guy, I guess personality-wise, their sense of openness is very low because they're not being, they're not opening themselves up to other to other variables within a man. Like, you know, they don't know if they would like that or not. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is why it's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, let, let, let me not put all of other modern day issues on women and let me talk a little bit about men because oh yeah of course uh one of actually one aspect of the articles talked about skills deficit and Mm. the ability for men to be able to hold long-term relationships and you know have these social skills and i think that's a huge 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 thing you know i just came from miami and i was uh with two of my older brother's friends who are about seven years older than me and we're there talking and we're just like, yo, what is happening to Gen Z men? Like mm. Gen Z men um, are a lot different than when they were brought up. And I feel like I'm just right in the middle of it all. Um, but what's happening is a lot of men are not able to communicate. A lot of men are not able to express uh, their needs, their their uh, the things that they want. Um, and also a lot of men are... Um, are not don't have models as men other men as model they don't have role models and i think that what's happening now is they're going online to find these role models and they're they're getting the andrew tates they're getting the fresh and fits you know they're getting all these guys who are very extreme and provocative just because you know that's how you make money mm-hmm. and they're using dumb as models because there's no one else out there who is saying their truth mm-hmm. right and but at the same time, what's happening with men these days, and this is what I will tell men: uh, men are very passive. Yeah, men are very passive these days. They're they're just kind of just like waiting around and and waiting for things to come to them. Um, and also, they're not breaking through a lot of their smaller anxieties when it comes to you know engaging with people in general. Not only men or women, but like men, I feel that are the risk takers in 
you know, in in the in the history, right? Mm-hmm. Men's are the ones who go out and protect and provide, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of men these days are not doing that. So not only are they not achieving mm-hmm. these high standards for women, but they're not out there in the world getting punched in the face. And I think that's the big thing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of men out here are not trying and not just um, shooting their shot and saying not only in relationships but in just life in general. Mm-hmm. But since we're talking about relationships, that's one thing that. Me and my friends were talking about. I was like, "Yo, this generation of men is weird. Like, they're not, they're not even shooting their shot. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to finesse. They got no game. Like, this is what's going on. Like, you know, I was I was at a little bar and stuff, and I see you know this young, maybe like lower 20, 22, 23, very attractive guy. Um, and you know, he was with his friends. He wanted to talk to a group of girls. Um, so then they finally mustered up the courage to go." And he goes up to a group of girls. He's like, hey, but it's my name. What's your IG? So the girl gives him his IG. She hits follow. He's like, okay, I'll talk to you later. And he left. <laughs> uh, like, dude, what? <laughs> you just had her in front of you, bro. So that, now, now it's all about bagging the IG and then DMing. That's yeah, it. like, bro, you just had her in front of you, right? Like, he had no finesse. Like, he had no sauce. He didn't know what to do, what to say. Um, but he was attracted to this person. So I think that happens a lot. Mm. Right. And then once these confused men who are not intentional and who are not direct and who are not honest and transparent, they get into these little situationships and relationships and they're not able to communicate that they're unhappy and all they want is sex or they just want a companion or they just bored or, you know, uh, and and they're not able to then uh, express themselves. You know, and, and that's a big thing, expression, 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 expression. You know, that's where hip-hop was rooted in the 1970s. is like being able to express, we're going to express through the, the turntables, the dance, the, the art. And, you know, I'm a big fan of that. Like, how are you going to express yourself? And communicating, again, women want a good communicator. Men, for the most part, you know, it's it's been quite difficult to communicate, right? Because you can't be too soft because then other, men's, other men are going to test you. You can't be too hard because then women are not gonna like you. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave like, it at that. It's like fucking. Um, it's a crazy world, but you know, once again, it all depends on the person, really. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are women out there that do love a man that's chival- chivalrous or yeah, for like sure, a chivalry. You know, she like is very nice and you know things like that. But I'm pretty sure there's other women that look at that and are like hell no. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I think it's like the person. I think it goes back to personality once again. But, uh, you know, in terms of personality, an interesting person you mentioned was uh, Andrew Tate, right? That guy, um, you know, I think uh, I think Andrew Tate definitely has a few uh, valid points when it comes to, like, the biology of men and the social construct that causes men to uh, seep away from their biological nature. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he is pretty misogynistic and says a lot of fucked up things about women, yeah. which is crazy. You know, like, oh, women should obey and do all these things. And I don't know if he's being like a, a, a you know, a different character. I don't know if that's really him or he's just doing it for clout. I, I really don't know. But what, like, if, what if she agrees? Like, is he, would he still be considered misogynistic? If a woman agrees? Yeah, to the things that he says. Would he be considered misogynistic? I mean, uh, good question. Because what is misogyny? Is misogyny like um, downplaying women or something or like? person that like downplays the role of women or like just talk shit about women and disregards them i thought it was a little more like bashful bashful against women yeah like bashing women and and like intentionally bashing i don't know the actual yeah you know we could probably look that up um but yeah i mean that's actually interesting let me look up that uh, definition you know i think first of all you know 
AT, he doesn't pay me, so I ain't going to say his name in this podcast anymore. Um, you know, I think he has values. He He's very intentional, and he knows who he is, and he knows what he wants, and he expresses that. And the reason why he's so popular, the reason why Kevin Samuels is so popular is because they are speaking for the unspoken. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So misogynist is basically a person who dislikes, despises, or strongly prejudiced against women. So, like, you know, yeah, that's definitely... I mean, he speaks highly of them as well. Yeah, he, I'm not, not defending Yeah, I mean, him, yeah, <laughs> you got to, like, listen into a lot of his stuff to understand it, you know. But, yeah. you know, that's, that's another thing about online media is that you get clips of everything, right? Yeah. You don't get the whole picture. He's extreme. Um, yeah, it's extreme. But he's provocative at purpose as well. Yeah, like like I see a, I see that shit on my feed. And I'm just like, oh shit, yeah. let me see what this guy has to say today. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's a different character. Yeah, yeah, it's funny though. It's really so, funny. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so like, it's a it's an interesting thing. I think for men, um, nowadays it, for the Gen Z, it's it's a little difficult, I guess, because of all the information that's coming their way, right? Like in my clinical experience, once again, like um, you know, the younger group of men that I work with. Uh, are you know tend seem very confused especially and i think a lot of it had to do with the pandemic as well being at home not really you know just being stuck online looking at all these things and like you know just a lot of like um you know i think i i don't know like it's not happening frequently but there are men that i work with young men like 20 21 19 years old who tend to have certain ways of like um looking at sexuality and their their own gender identity Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's something that I, I bump into uh, a lot of times, not all the time, but it happens. And it's pretty interesting to see, like, how men are sort of becoming nowadays, you know? Yeah. The big thing, and I'm going to go back to it one more time, is that men play are playing it safe more so mm-hmm. in this generation, right? Like, it's a lot easier for me to slide in 20 DMs than walk up to 20 different women. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Right? Yeah, so this sense. is this generation of men where they have these insta relationships and you know they're in all the dms something that i i dread um and you know they when it's time to be in real life they don't know how to communicate they don't know how to express what they want and what they don't want i want you for sex i do not want you for a relationship that sentence is probably what like uh, i want to say 95% of men who swipe right are saying in their head and and probably up until the point where you know they meet the person that's what they're saying in their head right but you know they don't know how to they don't know how they don't know how game they don't know how to talk that into you know and they really know how to communicate that now forget finessing like communicate it like she might want that as well right if she doesn't then hey on to the next one because if she doesn't want what you want then there's no alignment there there's then you're gonna be start being fake you're gonna start being dishonest you know, you know, you're gonna start playing the 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 whole fuckery game, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. You're wasting a good woman's time, and then when you're done being a douchebag and and you're you're done um, just leeching, you know, these women come on the field, and they're already, you know, they're already messed up. They're jaded because you 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 kept bullshitting them. That and that's that's a whole other conversation of of men who you know I definitely would love to address. Is you know those are the ones who are damaging. Uh, wholehearted people right uh, and just because yeah. of their um their just like lack of self-awareness and and dishonesty and and that happens a lot the asshole men the 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 players <laughs> the one that the, the heartbreakers yeah you know it's you know it's they're messing up for everyone else that's what i'm saying 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. And, and you know, the same could be said about the women who are heartbreakers, too. It's not just men. It's also women. And, and it's both of them. You know, it's both people. It's, it's, it's really True. all big. That's what I'm trying to say. At the end of the day, it all comes down to the personality. Yeah. It all comes down to the individual. You know, I think that's like the most, uh, you know, we can't really generalize this information about men and women. You know, I think like some women are going to think a certain way. Some men are going to do a certain way and think a certain way as well. You sure. know, so same thing for women. I've had women clients who cheat on their man. I had men clients who cheat on their woman, you know, and it, it happens. And I have both men and women clients that are very faithful to their partners. And, For sure. you know, it's, it's, it all comes down to the personality and the individual. So, like, what is the individual's subjective wants? What are their personal wants? What does that specific woman want? Because mm-hmm. uh, a 27-year-old a woman, uh, two 27-year-old women are going to want two completely different things at that time of their lives based on their experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to really say that, Oh, one woman's going to want this. Another woman's going to want that. Same thing with a man at 27 years old. Maybe a man's going to want to be in a relationship at that age, and maybe one is not going to. So it's, you know, it's all very subjective at the end of the day. I think like that article that's speaking to is, 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 is providing this sort of information is going on statistics, you know, like the statistics of just a dating app and what's more frequent. And that's st- that those statistics can even be skewed because like if you think about it, a lot of gay men are on gay dating apps. Mm-hmm. So like that's typically where they go to yeah. meet other men. Yeah. So that might skew that number. So it might not even be heterosexual men that are on these dating apps mostly. You know, I think you just got to look more into that that article. And that article is not a research study, right? It's just a Psychology Today article. It's a Psychology Today article. So that article is basically based on a clinical psychologist's uh, clinical experience and his thoughts about it, basically. Yeah. So, um, basically, you know, today we, uh, covered an article that talked about the issues with men and dating today, especially based on statistics, based on, um, social media dating apps. And one thing that, you know, to close all this off is that I believe, you know, it's really based on the individual, you know, like every person is different. Every person is at a point in their lives and certain particular situations that are going to manifest their behaviors when it comes to dating so for that reason you know it's difficult to generalize this information to generally men and women we have to just consider more so like the individual themselves some people are okay with dating and some people don't really give a shit right and that's okay (laughs) you know everyone comes from different sexual orientations gender identities and Mm -hmm. different backgrounds of who they are and their culture so you know all that plays a role so once again can't really generalize all this but it, it does call for an interesting discussion yeah yeah I, I, you know I, i'm a believer that there's someone out there for everyone right and like you said in modern day and this is more like my optimistic side like i feel like part of this is is able for some people who are not in your traditional viewpoint and settings uh, to find also these companionships love relationships as well so i think at the same time the internet has brought a lot of fruitful things yeah, right and it has brought a lot of people who aren't your common or your traditional uh, man or woman um together with other people who are also non-traditional and who also share those similar values and beliefs so yes this is very general mm-hmm. um but you know i think uh, it's very important to kind of uh, think think through through everyone Right through to those affected and those um, not affected so much by this information. Yeah, this whole studies and things. But I think this this is an interesting topic. I feel like we could have like kept going or even took this in different realms. Like I wanted to 
keep oh. talking about male privileges and that thing because oh, I think we'll that's a big part. We'll definitely touch on all that. Yeah. In the probably like even the next episode, probably. And you know, we'll yeah. definitely create an episode for that discussion as well, because it's an extremely interesting yeah. topic to talk about. And um, you know, I just want to say uh, you know, uh that is that is it for today's episode. Um, but a very interesting topic, very interesting mm-hmm. uh, article that this man has written. I, I, I want to look into it more deeper to understand it, and then maybe we could come back to it at another podcast. All right. Yeah. So sure. uh, stay tuned, uh, and we hope you enjoyed the sh- the episode today. Yes, sir. All right. Take Peace. care. Peace out.